Welcome to the Every Believer Witness Podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you have joined us today. I believe you'll be blessed as Dennis shares, I'm saved, but I feel guilty. If you are saved, but still struggle with guilt, this podcast will help you. Thank you for joining us again for the Every Believer Witness Podcast. As we're looking at a study entitled, How to Actually Enjoy Being a Christian. The very first podcast, we looked at the fact if you're going to enjoy being a Christian, you got to know for sure you are one. And then we've been looking for the last several podcasts at 1 John chapter 1 about the absolute necessity of deal with sin in your life immediately. And we looked at the fact that we have to confess our sins. We have to deal with sin in our life immediately because sin disrupts our fellowship. Verses 3 and verse 5 through 7, because sin destroys our joy. Verse 4 and the fact that sin deceives us, verses 8 and 10. Today, we come to the highlight, the good news about dealing with sin. And that is, when we deal with sin in our life immediately, it's so essential we do it because dealing with sin brings forgiveness and cleansing and freedom from guilt. That's pretty wonderful package that we get. Um, you remember... Our verse is, key verse is verse 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Now, I don't know if you have ever been through Every Believer Witness, our basic witnessing course. Uh, if you haven't, you can order the CDs or DVDs. Your pastor can lead in the church. You can lead in a small group. Uh, but in there, we talk about all the thousands and thousands and thousands of sins really can be, can be grouped into two major types. Those are sins of commission, things I shouldn't do that I do. Sins of omission, things I should do that I don't do. But whether they're commission or omission, they're really only three categories. The first category are deeds and actions. Those are overt acts, things I do, things you do. Uh, that might be... Things like stealing, sexual immorality, selfishness, disobeying your parents, pornography. In other words, it's something that I do or something I should do that I don't like, failure to witness, um, uh, failure to give. But these are, these are acts that we commit. And then the second category are sins of the tongue, things that come out of our mouth, lying, gossiping, uh, uh, criticizing, and really failure to witness would be more sin of the tongue rather than overt action, though it's kind of both. And then there's a third category of sins, and these are mental attitude sins. Lust, covetousness, hatred, uh, uh, failure to bring every thought into captivity, the obedience of Christ. But no matter what the sin is, no matter how big as we think about sins or how small we think it is. Remember, God is light. In him is no darkness at all. And thankfully, praise his name, whatever the sin is, if we confess, he is faithful and just and he'll forgive us our sins. And when that happens, dealing with sin, confessing our sins brings forgiveness and cleansing and freedom from guilt. Think about forgiveness. Notice what the psalmist said. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you, 
there is forgiveness. So when we deal with sin, when we confess our sins, he forgives it. Far as the east is from the west in the depth of the sea. But not only does dealing with sin bring forgiveness, it brings cleansing. Isaiah 118 says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be as wool. Now, we oftentimes think of this verse as a salvation passage, but really it was written to God's people. And, and he says that if we reason with God, we look at our sins the way he does, confess our sins, deal with our sin, that it brings cleansing. Um, if we confess, he's faithful and just to forgive us and purifies us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If I had to remember every sin that I committed to be forgiven, I'd be in big trouble, and so would you. But this verse says, we deal with what he shows us, what the Holy Spirit brings to mind, and when we do, then he forgives that, takes care of all the things I hadn't even thought about yet. So dealing with sin brings forgiveness and cleansing, and then it brings freedom from guilt. David, when he committed sin with Bathsheba, he said this when he confessed, for I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Yesterday morning in church, there were thousands and thousands of people who, all of them in church, had never been born again. They're not Christians. They're religious people, but they're not Christians. Maybe, and likely, many of them think they are because Jesus said a lot of folks think they are. And so we want to know for sure we are one, but there are also thousands and thousands of Christians in churches yesterday who are saved, born again, but they're burdened down with guilt because of unconfessed sin. You see, unconfessed sin doesn't just go away. I was leading a conference in South Haven, Mississippi, and at invitation time in one of the services, this young couple came forward. They had two children. Uh, I didn't know why they came forward. Later on, I learned from the pastor and then I'm sharing this with the church. They had joined the church, telling the church they were married when they were just living together. And they had two children. And this has gone on for several years. See, the fact is, if you're a child of God, unconfessed sin doesn't just go away. And if you want to actually enjoy being a Christian, it's so crucial that you deal with sin immediately because sin disrupts your fellowship, Sin destroys your joy. Sin deceives us. But praise God, dealing with sin brings forgiveness and cleansing and freedom from guilt. So the choice is yours. Will you actually enjoy being a Christian? The way to do it is to deal with sin in your life. Most Christians think, they, they think like unsaved people do, that that joy is going to be found in different circumstances. But the Bible is clear that joy in the Christian life is dependent, as my friend and former pastor Johnny Hunt says, staying close and clean, dealing with sin, confessing our sin immediately. And notice our key verse says, if, if we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That's a big if. And you see, you may have sins in your life today that I've talked about. 
You may have sins in your life that I haven't mentioned. You may have sins in your life that others know about. You may have sins that are obvious to others, or you may have sins in your life that no one knows about. Your spouse doesn't know about them. Your parents don't know about them. Your friends don't know about them. But God knows about them. And here's what he says. He, man, woman, boy, girl, who conceals his sins does not prosper. But whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. I was pastoring in Guilford College area, and a, a young man who had become a follower of Jesus came to see me one afternoon, and he was most distraught. And he was really struggling with heaven and hell, and his life was messed up. And as we began to talk, uh, I knew him. Obviously, he's in the church. A former friend of mine, a former pastor, led him to Christ. And I, I said to him, tell, tell me, tell me, uh, David, about your uh, salvation experience. And he recounted it, and, and I was just convinced when he told me that he was saved. And as we talked a little bit, I said, uh, David, um, you're committing adultery, aren't you? And, and he was just immediately smitten. How did you know? I said, I just did. And it turned out he was a salesman. He had a beautiful, gorgeous wife, wonderful family. But in his travels, he was involved with a college co-ed in another town. And I just explained to him, you're trying to live with one foot in the world and one foot following Christ. That won't work. The only way for you to have joy in your life and peace in your life is to sell out to God, to confess your sins and get right with him. And I left him in my office and he spent a long time on his knees. Um, and when he got through, he got up with a joy and a smile on his face and he confessed his sins and he forsook them. And to this day, 40 plus years later, he's my best friend. He's a wonderful, wonderful, godly man. You may not be committing adultery, but any sin, if it's in my life or your life and we don't deal with it, we'll never be able to have the wonderful, abundant life that Jesus came to give us, not just for eternity, but not just for the quantity, but for the quality of life as well. I pray if you need to confess your sins, you'll do it. God bless you. If these podcasts are a blessing and encouragement to you, would you pray about becoming a monthly partner with Every Believer a Witness? We want to increase the number of podcasts we do, as well as reach more and more believers. You can make your tax-deductible gift on our website. Thank you.